0: Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our special guest this week is Diane Hargrove. MRS World 2007 America is on the show. I am so excited. This is our first world title. I, I'm i so excited for you guys to listen to this episode. I was so excited for Diana to be on the show. Um, it just proves that the person that is humble and is open for opportunities and looking just to be the best person does win the title. And I want you guys to really listen to this show. I really hope you listen to the entire episode and just see how being personal and being hardworking gets you what you want in life. So please stay tuned. Our sponsor of the week is mid Atlantic video and photography Productions. No matter if you need photos or video, We are the team to get the job done. No no matter if you need photos for a wedding, for a special event, or professional headshots, they are the team to get the photos done. And no matter if you need videography for a wedding or a commercial, or if you just need videoing a special event, they are the team to get the videography done. So make sure you reach out to Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production for both your photo and video needs. And welcome to the show.
1: Good evening, Paul.
0: Well, thanks for coming on the show, Diana. I really appreciate I I have never had a world um title holder on the show. So, um thank you so much for taking the time out of yours and I really appreciate you gracing the show uh with uh, such an awesome title and um giving oh, me the opportunity dude. to uh to interview you. I uh, I oh uh, I, I I truly understand how much effort and time and how rare it is to have uh, a world title. I mean, you're you're really they they say the statistics are um there are less women that compete for U- USA and this is a uh, a couple stages above that. So just based on how many times you have to compete, so your title is even more rare. So. That's pretty cool in my yeah. book. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks. Um so as I always ask all of my 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 uh, guests on the show um is pageantry something that you started when you were a young age or were you doing something else to keep you active and 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 um confident?
1: Well, I actually didn't start pageants until college. Uh, growing up, my parents um, really had me really busy with school and and dance so i actually studied dance for about 15 years prior to pageants and i studied dance in the areas of tap jazz ballet polynesian and western clogging polynesian okay (laughs) what's polynesian
0: what what's polynesian
1: is is hawaiian it's samoan tahitian you wear the big headdresses and You move your hips a lot, and it's just amazing. I've I've had the opportunity to travel to Hawaii. Um, Hopefully, someday I'll be able to go to Tahiti with my husband. Um, But I have this great passion for Hawaiian hula dancing and studied that for about 15 years growing up. So I love the stage, and pageants was just a great plus, and I just felt really comfortable on stage because of my dance background.
0: Is it important to try to cultivate that with your child and and have them try and get on the stage early in life like doing like doing uh, a dance performance or playing a sport or or playing an instrument so they can get that that nervous nervousness out of the way and they understand it's okay to be on stage and to get the and feel that um feel that applause and, and no, and no, you, you, you can't see the crowd, but they see you.
1: I really encourage that with, with others. Um, I'm a mentor to a lot of children. Um, I actually do a lot of volunteer work. I've done a lot of volunteer work all throughout college and, and to this day too. And I encourage other women, uh, other children to, to get involved in whether it be a sport or, An outside um, after school activity and if you're really busy doing that you'll really succeed in life Um, and pageants is just something that I didn't get involved with until college and and then later on as um, a married woman I competed in the Miss America organization and won uh, thousands of dollars in scholarship money for college at the University of Arizona and then took a break from that and uh, got married and um, served as the director for the Miss America organization, and then quit that to compete for Mrs. Arizona, where I'm from in Arizona. I'm actually from Tucson and won Mrs. Tucson. I didn't win Mrs. Arizona my first year. I, I actually just needed to practice a little bit more, and so I met with a coach and a vocal coach and speaking coach, and practiced with her for about a year, worked on my community service, won Mrs. Arizona, six months later, Mrs. America, and six months later after that, Mrs. World. and held that title. Um, it was an extended year, so I had that title for about a year and a half. And still to this day'm I'm, I'm very much involved in the Mrs. America and Mrs. World organization serving in other capacities as a director, a judge, an MC, and it's just a ton of fun. And I, I encourage everyone to, if they are interested in tagging, to really go for it. It's gonna help you in
0: life. Well, yeah, it definitely sounds like it was a win a win world for you. you, um, you had a little a little start there, but then uh, it seems like everything came together for your run to win to win world. Um okay. do you contribute your early success? Um all of that groundbreaking you did as a child, learning to be on stage and doing dance, or do you think that you learned skills in school that allowed you to do really well in interview? And what really o- allowed you to do well enough at the Miss America organization that caused you to want to return when you after you got married and do the the, well, the MRS, as I say, MRS program. Mhm.
1: Yes. Um, well, I think it all, your your success in life really does start in the home. And I've been really fortunate to be surrounded by amazing immediate family and my extended family, my grandmother, too. But my parents and my brother, we were all very, very close growing up. And still to this day, we are um, my brother and his family, my grandmother. Um, and I had some amazing mentors in my life, too, and role models. So my dance teacher, Maxine Hoff. Um, I still have the passion to this day with tap dancing. So she was an incredible mentor in my life. I just remember certain teachers, as I'm sure you do too, just growing up, certain teachers you really connected with. Um, I have a great marriage with my husband, Roy. We have a dog herding with Sadie. And uh, we just take the time. She's really cute. <laughs> we just take the time to really communicate. And I think really effective communication every day with people that are close around you is extremely important. You know, at the end of the day, when we're making dinner, you know, we make sure that we talk about our day and kind of, you know, read the newspaper to each other. And while he's prepping dinner, I'm reading or I'm being the sous chef. Um, We have just a lot of great family time. We do Zoom calls right now with the pandemic that we're in. Um, You know, we just, we make sure that, you know, we have great communication with the family through Zoom. But you know, for me, I think the success was being surrounded by such loving people in my life and positive people who inspired me. And also knowing what I needed to work on. You know, I really listened to constructive criticism from people that I admired. I always listened to people that were in places where I wanted to be. And so I listened to those people, I listened to their constructive criticism and um, did little things to help me out like reading more you know reading the paper reading some inspiring self-care books or self-help books um listening to great podcasts and I've listened to your podcast and you're doing such a great job Paul so thank oh, you oh thank you I'm flattered
0: it's just so I am I, I, sincerely flattered I I, I always want to try and find really uh, incredible intelligent um engaging and successful people because I think you know people do look up to people that are successful. So, you know, the more that we can show that people are successful and, um, you know, this isn't just a pageant channel. I I do interview a lot of pageant contestants, but I I, I like to to show that people that you can be successful in the entertainment because a lot of people become actors from pageantry or they become Mm -hmm. – Really fantastic business people, and they own yeah. a wonderful. You know, there's a lot of real estate uh, pageant contestants to do really well. So there's there's a lot of really great success that comes out of pageantry. I wanted to harp on the question um, for if someone's starting out young and they're looking up mm-hmm. to you, okay. How do you define finding that mentor? How do you how do you find that person? That is there any Positive things that you would definitely recommend, or just act um, key things that you should pay attention uh, in high school or school that, or maybe in the 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 YMCA or whatever school group they might be, as someone that would be helpful. And to um, should they should the goal be to win that world title or just to win that one title? How how do you um? strategize when you're trying to mm-hmm. to work on things
1: yeah i think well i grew up in a really small town i grew up in a town called Sierra Vista, south of tucson and so there was not a whole lot of activities so we did go to the boys and girls club my you know my brother and i went there as children we volunteered there in high school and college and i think the boys and girls club really does have a lot of great mentors the one as you mentioned um, has really great role models and mentors and you know, just like I said earlier, just you know, finding a sport that you excel in or um we just got done watching the this season, the series uh The Queen's Gambit. It's a very inspiring TV show on Netflix and she had her mentor where she excelled in chess. So, so it's a it's a
0: Netflix it's series and it's about chess. It is okay. Yes, it cool. is. I'm We're always, TV you know, Netflix We're... is so hard because they throw so much stuff on it and they don't have a good way. Of... Yeah. So <laughs> so it's called again for our audience.
1: The Queen's Gambit. Queen's it's Gambit really and really it's about ten, it's and then it's about
0: chess, and yes, uh-huh. and like mentor, men, mentorship or or mentors winning.
1: mentors and having a role model in your life. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very very good. Very inspiring. So, yeah, just choose a sport that you really feel comfortable in or a hobby, and I'm sure you're going to find people um, that have the same common interests as you. And then if you are interested in pageants, um, then, you know, I've waited until college to do it for scholarship money, but if you are a young girl who's interested in it, there's lots of organizations that I really, really love, and if they have any questions, they can find me on IG, and I can help direct them into the right organization to do.
0: Well. They don't even have to do a search. It'll be right here at the in the um, bio information. So you guys just need to look down, and uh, all of Diana's information is going to be right there. So, um, so question number two: How do you how do you separate um, competing? Um, are you one of those proponents to try to shoot for the world and and try to prepare to win world, or are you? Um, one step at a time. Let's just win. Re- let's win a local. Then let's win uh, states in that fashion.
1: You know, I I never once went into a pageant thinking I was gonna win, and I actually think that strategy helped me. <laughs> I went into the pageant, you know, for my platform. Um, in in college, my platform in the Miss America organization was mentoring children, and since then, I've had. Three women in my family who have dealt with breast cancer. So I changed my platform um, um, to Breast Cancer Awareness and um, been working with that platform with my family, my entire family, for about the last 15 years. And so I worked very closely with the Making Strides. Um, it's actually tied to the American Cancer Society. So I work with both Making Strides. Um, Against Breast Cancer, and also the Susan G. Komen for the Cure uh, Cancer Foundation. So work with those two organizations. And I think when you kind of go into a pageant, you know, having already done the volunteer work, you don't really have, you don't really feel that pressure where you have to win. Because if you go into a pageant with the right reasons and goal in mind that, hey, you're doing this for your family, you're doing this because you love giving back then I think the pressure is, is completely off of you and having to win. And then you can just enjoy the whole experience and make good friends. I mean, my friends are, through pageants, are friends that I've, I'll have i probably always have. And they're very close friends of mine to say, day. Um, there's about 10 ladies from the Mrs. World Organization where we do re- reunion trips every five years. And it's a lot of fun. And we we get together on WhatsApp, but we have a WhatsApp chat group, and we have a Zoom call once a month. Um, I have several friends from Mrs. America and Mrs. Arizona, and even the Miss system that I competed in, too. So it's it's really great when you you know have that connection with your, your director, um, You know, David and Elaine Marmel. David passed away, unfortunately, back in September, so only a few months ago. So may he rest in peace. Um, they... He, He and his wife, his wife is very, she and I are very close friends and they have that passion for the organization. So having that family and, and friends, I think is just so important. And I think if you go into a pageant with the right attitude, you're not going to worry about how you place at all.
0: Yeah. I think that's actually kind of probably the best approach because if you assume you're going to win, then there is almost a 99% chance you're going to lose because there's, you know, you know, only, there's only one crown. There's not, there's not 51 crown, you know, 51 uh, right. crown. So, right. uh-huh. um, and then it, it only gets harder when you get to world. So, um, do you going into it when you were competing, um, um, before you got married at Miss America, um, mm-hmm. was, building that friendship. And, you know, was that even something that was, you know, remotely like in your mind, like, were you expecting to come out of this with long-term girlfriends or, or that's just something that naturally progressed and happened?
1: Uh, well, I actually was encouraged to do pageants by my best friend growing up and she's still really great friends. Um, her name is and Jamie, um, I admired her growing up because she was always involved in pageants and I didn't start pageants until I was in college. And so she, it was a local pageant, Miss Sierra Vista. And I just remember seeing her win and uh, a lady that was a a role model to me growing up. Her name's Roberta. I just posted on my IG about Roberta today. She's a meditation instructor and does yoga as well. Um, But having those role models and friends who had already had that title, really encouraged me to want to be my best. And so, yeah, I think friendship was a huge part of my pageant experience from the very beginning at age 19. It was, and I was really glad that I waited until college because I had my first year of college. And then that summer I was like, okay, I'm finally, I think I'm finally ready to to build up the courage and do this. And I think, you know, you know, for most people, we all agree that, you know, the public speaking was, was the most difficult part. So that whole summer I was involved in a public speaking club and it's a nationally known, it's actually internationally known. It's called Toastmasters and it's a club that meets uh, once a week. I love that you
0: brought up Toastmasters. Yes. Oh, good.
1: Good. Are you familiar with it?
0: Oh yes. Toastmasters is incredible. And I wish more people would know about it and promote it because it's, it's just like the networking groups. Um, um, that are so important. Toastmasters is so important, especially in the professional world, mm-hmm. to do public speaking. Mm-hmm.
1: It's True, it really helps you with your interview skills, your, you know, your communication skills, and just your fear to get up, get over public speaking. It's just so do you <laughs> that we all, do you credit Toast?
0: Do you now do you credit your local chapter um, for you to practice your public speaking and being able to be do do better with your interview? I do. do I
1: loved loved it. I loved the Sierra Vista Toastmasters in Arizona. It it was a great group of people. And and also just, and I think, you know, if you can just practice reading out loud and, you know, just getting, you know, the Sunday paper and just reading articles out loud, and that's going to help you with your voice and vocabulary as well. Um, And then just, you know... in public speaking whenever you can, whenever you have an opportunity to speak, whether it be, of course, now it's all about Zoom. So if you're ever asked to speak uh, on Zoom or podcast, take take advantage of that opportunity and go for it.
0: Yeah i i I can't talk more about Toastma. I mean, I think it's an incredible organization. If 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 you're a young um, young child and you want to do pageants. Would you send them into a room with a bunch of adults and do Toastmasters or is this something that um, you would send in um, an adult that needs to maybe shine up her skills and she wants to win her pageant or do really well at work and and do well at one of those uh, public speaking events?
1: Postmasters is for adults. So I would definitely, as so I serve as a pageant director in the Mrs. America organization. Um, I lived in New York for about 10 years and we just recently moved to Dallas. So I'm still the director for Mrs. New York America, Mrs. New York American, and Miss New York for America. So I actually have three title holders where I do encourage them every week through. Zoom calls to get involved in their local Toastmasters and to, you know, practice and brush up on their public speaking. So it's really fun being a director and mentor to these three ladies once a week. Um, I'll give a shout out. It's Yasmin, Marjorie, and Gabby. Uh, they're actually getting ready to compete for nationals in January on January 29th. So our website is Mrs. Yes, N-Y please. America. Yeah. Our website is Mrs. NY America and they're going to be competing for, Mrs. America, Mrs. American and Miss For America. And all of their journey is gonna be on the website Mrs. in January. So it's really, really exciting. Well, so, I would I, really
0: cool. I hope I hope you just automatically assume I, I would love to have them on as a guest. So, you know, uh, so. yes,
1: yeah. yeah, I was actually gonna tell you about them because I'm so proud of them and that would be wonderful. Thank you.
0: Yes. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at MAV com. now let's get right back to this great interview well diana you you're i mean it sounds like you've been a uh you've been a world traveler and definitely it sounds like you've traveled pretty much around at least the southern states as well as most the east coast mm-hmm. if you've if you've lived in arizona you lived in texas you lived in in New York, it's, it sounds like mm-hmm. you know you just need to go up more um, West Coast, uh, up uh, upper uh, Northeast, north north northwest, and then you'll have, yeah. the, <laughs> have <laughs> most of the state. Haven't done that yet. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, and then I, I would absolutely, of course, I would love to have your um, lovely contestants. I sponsored the the Maryland uh, delegation, so I, I love. Oh, yeah, I love um, the organization very much. So that's why I I know so much about the world organization. Um, and everyone always raves about going to nationals because especially, um, the, uh, the years prior to them adding these extra titles, I always, uh, had my, um, my sponsor, the girls, uh, who won Miss Maryland, they always would rave about how the gifts, and the way they were treated was phenomenal. So like the crystal, like little bowls with their um, autographed um, title in it, or um, the cutting knife, or or the bag they would get. Or so, Aww. yeah. Like I, there's no other system that does that type of a treatment. You know, it's really incredible mm-hmm. how they treat you guys.
1: Oh, it's very, very special. Like I said, it's their motto is we are family and they really, really treat you like family. I feel like, I feel like their daughter, the owners, Elaine and and David, may he rest in peace. They are just incredible, incredible people. And, um, you know, I always tell my parents too, I said, mom, dad, you're my parents, but they're, they're kind of like my other my other parents. I mean, they're just very, very special people and they really care about their title holders, all of their title holders. And and because of them, I have been able to, to travel the world you know, four times. I mean, I've been to to Russia. That's where I won my Mrs. World crown. Um, gave up my crown went after a year and a half to the next Mrs. World. Um, went back to Russia for that. Travelled to Vietnam four times. Uh, New York City to ring the bell at Nasdaq on Times Square. That's awesome. I, <laughs> so I mean, going awesome? to Russia
0: is awesome too. But like,
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no one
0: gets. <laughs> it's very rare that you get to to ring in the. Were you ringing in the bell or ringing out yes. the? Bell? Okay. Yeah, okay. so
1: ring the bell in for, at NASDAQ on, uh, as Mrs. America. And that was actually 13 years ago, Thanksgiving weekend. So it was just incredible. Um, we actually had um, at Mrs. World, her name was Mrs. Well, she was Mrs. Malaysia, and she had invited all 40 contestants to her country. Um, all expenses paid. And out of the 40 contestants, 14 of us were able to travel there. She said she wanted us there for 10 days and give us a tour of Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. So we went in 2009. So that was an incredible experience. So, So many wonderful memories from this and it just continued. I mean, I feel like the organization, even with COVID, gets better and better every single year. Um, just went to South Africa, you know, as an MC for Mrs. World, and that was only a couple of years ago. And the next one's supposed to be in Sri, Sri Lanka, so it's really now. Sri Lanka sounds like pretty yeah. that
0: that's that sounds like cool. Like that, <laughs> really I mean does. that that is that's a it's like off the beaten path. You know, it's not yes. it's not one of the it's not Japan, it's not China. You know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You, you, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's things haven't changed. You get some real c- culture, you know. That, oh, yeah. That, that's what I'm talking about, you know. Yes. You know, Japan's all
1: experienced that. And the right. food. <laughs> right. Japan's
0: awesome, but, like, it's been so commercialized, you know. You want to go mm-hmm. somewhere off the beaten path, you know.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: I My mom and I have a family travel agency, and the places that uh, you can go and no one has been there is so much, mm-hmm. much more fun, you know, or a really limit. Yeah, it is.
1: Yes, well, that's exciting. That's wonderful that your family does that. Yes,
0: oh. yeah, I right. we kind of try to juggle the photography, and uh, I personally do the podcast, and then we have the family travel agency. So um, uh, you're busy. <laughs> just you know, it. This is a perfect reason why when when a pandemic happens, is that you uh, happens that you need to have your eggs spread out in, in many baskets and. And um, and being able to be diversible and being able to still function um in in a global pandemic. So, um, that's so true. Do do you like the fact that you're recognized with such a high level title, or would you have felt um complete if you had just won um a local title or or it having there's, or like, what's the difference? So if someone's Mm -hmm. like, like from a competition wise, is there a difference, um, from that, that state level? Like I, of course you get more attention, but like, does the competition change? Are you, are you
1: doing harder? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, it does. It actually does get harder, but, um, you know, it's so funny because it's funny that you mentioned that because the last time I went to visit my parents, um, I I kind of reminisced a lot because starting out, um, you know, I had compete, competed in the Miss America organization and then took about a 10-year break and then competed in the Mrs. Arizona organization. And it just, the sky was, was little bit after that. And, but being Mrs. Tucson you know, it's, so, it's funny because everyone around you, they look at you as a celebrity and you really are, you know, you're a local celebrity and it's exciting and you want your friends to be involved in that journey with you. And I was able to get sponsors by asking, you know, even my dry cleaners, hey, can you give me a discount off my dry cleaning? And so in my dry cleaners, you know, they still have my Mrs. Tucson headshot in there. So I think people around you, no matter what title, uh, if you're excited about it, they're excited for you. So I was so honored to be Mrs. Tucson, Mrs. Arizona, Mrs. American, Mrs. World. And of course, yes, Mrs. America, Mrs. World were so above and beyond my wildest dreams. But I was just as proud to be Mrs. Tucson and Mrs. Arizona, too, and I'm very good friends with my Mrs. Arizona director to this day, too. So, yeah, it's just it's exciting for everyone. If you if you include your family in your journey and, and your friends and your directors and your sponsors as part of your journey, it's going to be, you know, the best years of your life. It's really great. Is
0: you you had mentioned going back to your hometown and representing your hometown is mm-hmm. is that like is that like more important than any other titles because there you know you're personally being re- represented in your own community and then you mm-hmm. know you get bigger and bigger but you know go back and to highlight your own community like if someone was going to compete should you would you mm-hmm. recommend for them to win their the local community that they've always supported and and try to win that local title because it would mean more? Or does that, or is that just like, that doesn't really, it could be ABC and it's still a local title.
1: Well, in the Miss America organization, they do have local pageants in the married women pageant. They actually have only the state pageant. So you start out, you know, when you sign up, you actually have your local title, and then you compete at the state level. So it's a little different in the Mrs. America organization, you just go from state to America to world. And so um, but having, you know, that that local title was very special and so near and dear to my t- my heart. And I have my Mrs. Tucson sash, Mrs. Arizona sash, Mrs. America, and Mrs. World. And, you know, all of those sashes are so near and dear to my heart because it's just a little story. I have little stories and memories from each phase of the competition. And You know, just, you know, I still go through cards, you know, after winning those titles and people following my journey. And I just made it more of a family experience and, and just doing it for the platform too, to give back and raise funds for breast cancer awareness. And, and so you're making it a really wonderful thing for the entire family.
0: If we're going to look at someone that is married and has never done a pageant, Mm -hmm. is there Mm -hmm. anything that they should be prepared? Should they be prepared to understand and know what's going on?
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think I've mentioned the Mrs. America and Mrs. World organizations. Sure, sure,
0: sure, 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 of Definitely
1: go with that organization. Oh, yes, yes. But, like,
0: is there, I guess... Um,
1: but, is, is it yeah, never it looks, too late?
0: Like if Yeah,
1: if, never too late. Oh yeah. I mean it's it's really never too late. And never too soon, too. I mean, if you're twenty one and married, go for it. And if you're fifty-nine and married, go for it. You know, I actually had a really great honor to judge Mrs. America back in two thousand nine and there was a fifty I think she was fifty nine years old in the top three. So it's never too late. I mean, my gosh, if you've got it, if you if you're uh if you got a great platform, if you're working out, if you're feeling confident, and just just go for it. And of course, you know, never stop improving yourself. You know, join Toastmasters like we mentioned. You know, improve on your skills, improve on your walking skills, your communication skills and and why not? Go for it.
0: Is there any special sauce behind behind the curtain? Do you have a do you have a pageant coach that you or someone that is really knowledgeable that helps you with your interview? Because everyone always says that interview is such a big thing. So yeah, do you have someone that you're working with? <laughs> like, like and do you recommend no. that? Especially if someone who's never done a pageant.
1: Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah, interview is actually fifty percent of your total score. So you've got interview is fifty percent, swimwear is twenty-five, and then evening wear is twenty-five in the Mrs. America and Mrs. World organizations. So yes, absolutely. If you really want to win, definitely I highly recommend not only doing Toastmasters, but also getting an interview coach. Um, another really trendy thing that a lot of people are doing is getting a vocal coach, and not for singing, but for speaking. So, um, vocal coach is really is a really popular thing right now. Um, but I, yeah, I is really that for recommend... is that for
0: projection?
1: Yes, uh huh. Yes, for tone projection, um, and then also, um, you know, I would say choose a pageant coach who is highly recommended. I was really fortunate in Arizona to have Stacy Cole. She was my pageant coach. She is now surfing as the executive director for Miss Arizona America she was a wonderful coach. I met with her once a month, um, drove two and a half hours to meet with her once a month uh, from my small town Tucson to North Scottsdale where she lived. And she was an excellent coach. So find someone who who you really connect with and um, you enjoy being around because you're probably going to see them quite often. So just make sure you have a good connection with that person.
0: What are the like responsibilities... When it comes to are the, you know, when you win a when you win when you win a local, you know, you have to go go out and get sponsors. When you win a state, you have to go out and get sponsors. Mm-hmm. Are are the responsibilities the same as you go up the ladder, or are there mm-hmm. are there other greater responsibilities when you have a a, a state title and then a national and then a world title that you just need to be aware of when it comes to having a family and a husband and all these responsibilities.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you kind of make it your year. There's no one telling you, you have to do this. You have to be there. You have to do that it's your, you're in charge of your year. Of course, you have to kind of let your director know what you're doing and give her a heads up with a brief text message before you put on that sash. Um, but yeah, definitely make it a part of your journey. There's so many people that want to help you and sponsor you. So, um, you know, or even just swap a deal. Hey, I'll, I'll go to your grand opening if, you know, um, I'll give out headshots and pictures with, you know, people attending your grand opening, if you can sponsor me, you know, this gown or whatever. So um, a lot of people in your community are going to want to help you and sponsor you. Um, But you people have to remember, if you're going to do a pageant, you make it your year. So really, um, maybe talk to a nonprofit organization, an organization that you really feel near and dear to your heart something that affects you or a close family member or your spouse um, but choose an organization that you really feel passionate about and then the sky is going to be the limit for you and you know if you can tie yourself and volunteer start being coming you know become a volunteer um, then the sky's the limit for you in your pageant journey
0: I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at MAV. now let's get right back to this great interview all right so this is the part of the show where i always invite my lovely guest to take over the show and to just mention to our lovely audience anything that's going on in her world so of course diana is a national director she also has a uh, national title like we talked about and she has lovely contestants and she um, really promotes breast cancer and wants to try to find a cure. So I'm sure she's going to want to talk about all that. So the floor is yours. So what are some things that we haven't mentioned that we definitely want to spread the word and get it out, especially when we're in this virtual world and we can do so much with fundraising and everything?
1: Oh, thank you, Paul. Thanks so much. Never um, Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, I'm still serving as a volunteer for Making Strides Against Breast Cancer, and it's the North Dallas division, Um, so still raising funds with that. So we actually have a team that we get together every year in October, so keep out. You know, I'll put up a link for my team. It's the Pink Ribbon Walkers team, and we get together every October. So I'll That's be sending awesome. out information about that probably in April or May. Um, so stay tuned for that. And then also um, serving as a state director in the Mrs. America organization. So I'm still the director for um, New York. And so our website is mrsnyamerica.com. And I have three title holders, Yasmin, Marjorie, and Gabby, and they're doing a phenomenal job. So, you know, keep on the lookout for them. We're going to be posting things on our website as well as on the Mrs. America website, too, mrsamerica.com. So keep an eye out for them and Team New York. We're all excited for them. And um, it's just been a real honor, Paul. So thank you so much for having me on your show. This has been a real honor. Thank you.
0: Oh, no, I, I... I... It's an absolute pleasure for, for you to, to, to take some time. I, I know how uh, precious your time is and, and I know that you're probably being pulled in multiple directions. So I, I just appreciate you giving me some insight. Um, You know, people always look up to people that are the most successful. So I appreciate you taking out your time. And I'm very aware that, you know, you're, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic, I'm, I'm, very aware that you're probably very busy, especially on a Sunday night. Oh I appreciate you scheduling this oh, on a Sunday. Thank sun- you. <laughs> so, very, <laughs> oh, it's very, uh, uh, yeah. No, this is
1: fine. We got the Italian sauce cooking on the stove. We always have Italian spaghetti every Sunday. Oh, really? Night, so we got the meat. Are you Italian? Cooking. I'm half Italian, my dad's side is Italian, and my mom's side is English and Welsh. But I think the Italian side just kind of took over because we do Italian meals every Sunday after church. and so. (laughs) Are you guys Catholic as well? Yeah, it smells really good in our house. (laughs) Are you Catholic as well? Yes, I am. I actually go to church with a fellow former Mrs. Tucson. Her name is Kathy. I'll give her a shout out. Yes, Uh, of course. She and I yes, yeah, she she and I go to church together. She's my church buddy, and we go to the church. Um, in Frisco, Texas, called Saint Francis, and oh, she that and sounds like just, an awesome church. Oh, it is. We we love it. And Kathy's adorable. She's so much fun, and she always calls me the day before and makes sure that I'm ready to to meet her the next day. And and we get really excited about it. We used to go to brunch. Can't do that anymore because of the back pandemic. And we they have a limited seating at church, and we wear a mask. But we really enjoyed the mass this morning. It was a beautiful mass. So.
0: Well, yeah. pa- patient, patience, patience, um, vaccine is coming, <laughs> vaccine is coming. So yes, we, we, can yes. brun- we can get back to brunch. We can get back to brunch and full, full, full mass. Oh, I hope uh,
1: so. Yes, you're right. Shortly, you
0: know. <laughs> yes. Um, and it definitely sounds like you, you have a very similar, um, upbringing, like like myself. I, I, I have an Italian father and I have an English mom. Oh, um, oh my goodness. grandmother, my grandmother, um, is from uh S- scotland so oh you know, my gosh. English, so we have that kind of and then we're, uh, we're italian too so we would do traditionally we, we would do pasta on on sunday too so oh, it, just right. some, of the, yeah I so i was it. like oh it's just like you know that's like yeah it's like coming <laughs> that home that's right? so cool yeah that's exactly. so great yeah <laughs> so um if there's nothing else uh i i, I just gonna uh end the show and i uh, appreciate your time um oh thanks i appreciate it i, you I really Thank you. really appreciate it. and um like i said i would love to set up if you want to uh, pass along the uh, info to your title holders it would be an honor Absolutely. to have have them on and uh i anytime you're in anytime you're you're back on the east coast i would love to do a photo shoot and I would love to work with your girls as well. So thank um,
1: you. I w- I look forward to that. Yes, yeah. I can't wait. Hopefully so, soon. Yes. yes, as soon as there's a
0: shot in my arm and I can and I'm free to you know not get sick or anything, I'll be happy to right. work with anyone. So, Aww, so exactly. I really I really appreciate your time, Diana, <laughs> you. and I, I really appreciate you coming on and congratulations Aww, on all, all the anything new. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
1: It's an honor. Thank you. Have a great night.
0: Diana, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh my god, incredible. Thank you. Um I I really appreciate you giving my podcast a legitimacy and giving me an opportunity to interview more and more incredible people and you by coming on my show gives me the opportunity I appreciate you so much. God bless you. People, if you're in the New York area, I would highly recommend you reaching out to Diana and wanting her to be your director, and being part of the MRS America family. Now that they have a system for MS, MS, and MRS, this is the system. You should definitely compete because Diana's the director. So if you're in the New York area, you need to be working with her. As always, I want to thank my audience so much. Thank you so much for your unbridled, Intense listening to our show. I thank you guys so much. Thank you for liking and subscribing and commenting. Don't forget we're both on YouTube and iTunes. I appreciate you guys so much. Please ring the bell bell for all notifications. I appreciate all of you so much. And don't forget we also have our movie review show with my famous actor co-host, Ivan Carlos, as we talk about movies and we just have a good time. Please, as always, please stay tuned.